0: welcome back know-it-alls and thanks for listening to the show your support is awesome please continue to follow us on instagram and facebook remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode when it gets released you can find us on all social media platforms under the name answers for everything podcast we should be there if we are not let us know and we'll make it right Okay.
1: All right. Remember uh, last time when uh, we gave you a choice of talking about customer service or talking about camping, and you immediately picked customer service. Yes. And then we pretty much didn't talk about customer <laughs> service
0: for like an hour. Well, can we do that about camping too? Yeah, let's do it about camping. You want <laughs> uh, I got I got camping stories, man. I was a boy scout. Oh.
1: I, I was going to say before we get into camping, in that last episode, we talked about dick shaped planets do you remember that
0: yes i did because you know what who can't appreciate the possibility of a good dick shaped planet so unless it's unless it's like bent to the left and then like who (laughs) needs that shit
1: (laughs) well do you remember when i said i had like some sort of physics ninja that could actually you know lay it down and let me know if these dick shaped planets like would spin weird yes yes okay so so i i sent him a message and this is the message that i sent so mind you, this guy's a doctorate of laser engineering, okay? So he's got important shit going on in his life all the time where he's, like, solving, like, world mathematical problems and stuff.
0: I was going to say, can, can, can he, like, write his name, like, from 500 feet away on, like, the side of a tree or some shit?
1: <laughs> I don't know exactly what he can do because it's all, like, NDA. Like, he can't talk about it. He works, oh, wow. at, he works at a lab outside San Francisco, and he's not allowed to talk about it. So I don't know what he does, but, uh, but yeah. he's super cool, and he's smart. It's, very cool, very smart
0: Okay, so, uh,
1: I sent him a message Like, hey man, as a math and physics god Can you help me out? Number one, Earth is a sphere And it rotates on axis while also doing Revolutions around the sun Does the spherical shape allow for that all to happen With ease? Number two If the Earth was cock-shaped Like a giant dildo with nuts Would that make a difference on how it rotates <laughs> or, how, or how its orbit around the sun would be? Would it make a difference if the Cock-shaped Earth was laying flat And rotating or upright and rotating? Would it just be the same as it is now, but dick-shaped? I know Number three, I know that there's asteroids out there that are not spherical, and they have an orbit. But do they also rotate within that orbit? Overall, does the spherical shape of the Earth make it easier to accomplish those other things? And I really wasn't expecting uh, an answer. I was expecting, like, dude, seriously? Like, out of all the things you can ask me, that's what you're asking me? But uh, right away, he's like, it's not a requirement that something be round to orbit another object. Even our satellites are far from spheres, right? So I was like, oh, shit, yeah, we could make a dick-shaped satellite. Why not? He's like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hope there is one up there right now.
1: (laughs) The, The Earth and other planets are close to spheres because of gravity. The larger the object, the more gravity and the rounder it gets. I was like, so, so like,
0: so, like the gravity compresses it, then, I, right? I,
1: I guess so. I, I, qu- I questioned it. I, I, uh-huh. I was like, so, a dick-shaped Earth would have little to no bearing on its rotation and revolution. It would essentially react and maintain how Earth currently does the same job. And he's like, the shape of a planet or moon influences the axis about which it rotates. So I replied, so we're talking about the tilt degrees maybe being different than what the Earth is at now. He's like a dip, a dick shaped moon would orbit the sun just fine, but it would spin on a weird axis. And then I asked him, do you think that the spin would have a negative effect on the inhabitants of that planet or that moon? And he's like, it would actually spin exactly the same as throwing a dildo across the room. It would certainly be uncomfortable. And I was like, hmm, I've done that plenty. (laughs) And he's like, you would have extreme temperature swings. Gravity would change based on if you're at the balls or the tip. I was like, well, yeah, that makes perfect sense. He's (laughs) like the center of mass in the shaft would be the place to live. And then I said, if the dick was massive, like Jupiter sized over time, would it slowly become spherical because of its gravity? He's like, certainly chode like after (laughs) (laughs) after after a long time, asteroids and comet impacts would make it more spherical.
0: Great, it looks like it has STDs.
1: Yeah. And then, but he's like, it's interesting. There's planets out there that are suspected to be donut shaped, and then we get into talk about donut shaped planets and stuff. And I'm I'm just like a moron asking him questions, right? And then I'm just he- think,
0: I'm just thinking of a dick shaped moon orbiting a donut shaped <laughs> planet, trying to get in the hole.
1: So he does send me a picture of a toroidal planet on Wikipedia. And then he sends me a picture of Earth if Earth were a donut instead of a sphere. And he's like, it looks kind of like a giant anus, right? So uh, we talked for a little bit about uh, Earth and stuff. We talked for a little bit about uh, penises and penis-shaped stuff. But essentially, he just says, yeah, the more gravity you have, the rounder it becomes over time. And that's it. Okay. And with our comet impacts, it's going to smooth out the edges. So that that dick-shaped thing over time would become a round planet over hundreds of millions of years.
0: So we don't know. At one time, the Earth, it could have been dick-shaped.
1: Absolutely, it could have been dick-shaped. And it could have been wobbling like a dildo flying through a room. And the the inhabitants of the tips and the nuts would just be, like, uncomfortably warm. And then 10 minutes later, uncomfortably cold. And their gravity would be fucked. And people in the middle would be like, wow. We got the best thing in the world here. This is the perfect temperature, perfect gravity. But yeah, the other people could almost get flung off the tips.
0: <laughs> I'm just thinking mm-hmm. about a planet. Just boing, boing, boing <laughs> around.
1: So that, that's, that's the kind of answer you get from uh, a uh, physics and math god who actually has a personality.
0: Well, he, he probably appreciated the actual question and something to talk about besides whatever his NDA disclosure won't allow. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I, I would think so. I mean... It's got to be nice to get stupid questions, but then again, when I was asking it, it really wasn't like a moron asking it. I was actually inquisitive. I wanted to know if it would like how it would work. Because in my head, I I have no idea.
0: I I like the fact that for him to scientifically tell you how it might spin, he said, "Just think of a dildo (laughs) being thrown across the room," and that was his scientific answer. So, well, it's more entertaining than Building High, the science guy. all i could say
1: yeah he dumbed it down for me and it was fantastic
0: that's awesome <laughs> well there so you that, go know it alls. if any of you have ever wondered if there's a dick-shaped planet and it happens to exist in the universe it probably isn't dick-shaped anymore unless it was just recently created
1: correct and i was gonna uh do up uh, another part of the episode uh more of a historical reference because i, I got a i got a message from someone on instagram saying thank you for teaching me about Canadian Thanksgiving. Now I feel more knowledgeable. And I was like, what? So I I just responded like Thanksgiving in Canada. He's like, yeah, you and Charlie Ray did an episode on Canadian Thanksgiving and you actually told the history of it. And I actually learned something. And I was like, we did. I I had to go back and listen, (laughs) like I'm looking through the episodes and yeah, one is called Canadian Thanksgiving or something or Canadian Thanksgiving with a side of double Dutch rudder. I think is the name of the episode.
0: (laughs) I think I remember that episode now
1: <laughs> And uh, yeah we talked about a guy named uh, Martin Frobisher Who was like the recipient of a, a Dinner of giving of thanks When his boat got rescued in the Arctic And I, I said I, I, When I was listening to it I was like wow I've never heard of this guy before And here he is like a part of Canadian history And so then I started to research Martin Frobisher Dude I, I have like at least a three hour podcast This guy was a fucking legend I don't know why I never learned about him in history books But he he's done it all was he like a yeah.
0: badass, like supreme badass, or he?
1: He was like Captain Jack from Pirates the Caribbean. This guy was <laughs> fucking amazing. Anyway, uh, we'll leave that for another day. So I'm assuming yeah. the episode's coming up. We're gonna talk talk about Martin Frobisher, and I'm, uh,
0: I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to look him up and learn about him, so that way we can talk about him on on an episode. That yeah. sounds like a, that sounds good.
1: Yeah, man, it's it really got me thinking. Like, man they they really pick like the the shitty people. Or the other side of the spectrum, the cream of the crop to to work for the British Crown, like yeah, he, he was both. He was both the cream of the crop and the the bottom of your shoe.
0: Was he, he was, like Mister? Was it like Mister Bean goes to Alaska or something? It, it, it,
1: nah, it's it. He was he was Jack Sparrow and Blackbeard. Like, wow, he, he was Captain Cook and Columbus. Like he was. So he, he was, was like
0: he'd like royally royally kick ass and then royally suck it at so the
1: He would royally kick ass for a country and then he would rob it blind for the next 10 years, get caught, thrown in prison, get let out, and work for the crowd again, and then he'd rob them again. And then they would <laughs> hire him again. It was so fucked up. I okay, whatever. I don't want to get into it because that's, there's so much.
0: I guess I could say that's British bureaucracy for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so much.
0: Okay, well, we got to talk about him later. I'm going to look him up and study on him. So, All
1: right, so we, we got camping this time, and maybe perhaps we'll even talk about camping in this episode.
0: Maybe. We could talk about Nambly camping. It's a whole different kind of camping. Is
1: that, that's the Man-Boy Love Association?
0: Yes, yes, oh, but wonderful. we don't need to talk about that. Even though I was in the Boy Scouts, there was no Man-Boy Love going on. I, 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 am th- I am glad that my Scoutmaster was not of that persuasion, and he didn't try to take advantage of me
1: so or maybe you've just blocked it away so far in the back of your mind that one day you're going to be going to get a ham sandwich and you're going to like pull out the bread or you're going to pull out the mustard and be like fuck my scout master raped my butt when i was nine. <laughs> Oh wait
0: a- <laughs> i saw my merit badge and i remembered how i got it
1: <laughs> yeah no yeah. no, uh, no. I, I was in like cubs me. i never made it to boy scouts i just did cubs which was like the little kids before being scouts Yeah. I'm assuming you have, you have awesome stories about being in scouts.
0: Well, you know, I have a few, I was kind of see, so, okay. So we'll go back in time here a little bit. I was never in like the, the cub scouts or anything. I just went, I just went straight to boy scouts. I never did the earlier stuff. I just, I just decided, God, what was it? I guess I met somebody like in my middle school that was in the boy scouts and was talking about, and I'm like, that sounds cool. So I started going. And then of course, a year after I started going, we moved like 13 miles away. So then my mom had to drive me all the way over to, to Boy Scout meetings on Monday night back near where I used to live. Instead of, instead of me finding a new Boy Scout troop yeah. where I lived at now, I, I, I wanted to keep going to that one. So she was – think back about it. That's pretty cool of her. She drove me over there, and then she'd just go basically screw around for – well, hopefully not screw around, but – Oh, uh, she probably a had couple, a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. a her, her girlfriend. She, and she just went and chilled out, or read a book in the car, or whatever, and and then picked me up, and and uh, uh, so that was that was cool. But anyway, so so I joined the Boy Scouts because I was like, hey, you know, I'm not I'm not having enough, you know, fellow boy love in my life, I guess. So uh, yeah, I was in the uh, the Pedro Patrol. I was in the donkey, the donkey. Like they have like different mascots for like patrols. Okay. Like like, it was, like the, we had like the cobra patrol, and we had the Pedro patrol, whatever. I, I was always the, I was always the, uh, I, I quickly became friends with the, the bad guys, you know, oh. the, 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 the rebels and the boy scout troop, you know, the ones that are like, Hey, is that a pot plant? We're in the, in the North <laughs> forest. Let's try to smoke it. That kind of, kind of crap, you know, or, Hey, it's middle of the night. Let's pull a prank on the younger guys and put shaving cream on their, in their hand and tickle their nose, you know, oh, or I
1: thought it was gonna be like, <laughs> Oh, let's pull a prank. Uh, and let's, let's pull, pull our th- pants down <laughs> and <laughs> put our dicks in their mouth and take a picture. <laughs>
0: No, that's nowadays.
1: <laughs> Except now they put the dick in their mouth to take a picture.
0: Yeah, it's their own dick. Yeah. Uh, oh, I wish. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and we'd be out like at like one o'clock in the morning, all of us. Like when I was getting, when I got older, a little bit older, you know, like 15 or 16, you know, and I was, I, I after a while, like, I i was in the senior leadership position. Uh, uh, I don't know what tech you want to call it, but like, so there's like all the, like the squads or whatever. Then you had like the, like after you, after you've been there for a while and you're like a more senior guy, you got to go into like this little senior group of just, you weren't really like a, uh, of can't remember the name of what we called it, but like the little platoons or whatever. But basically it was like all the older guys that basically, instead of like you, you'd earn more like you were higher up in the ranks, you know? And, uh, and so I was in that group and we'd go to summer camp and we'd be out like two o'clock in the morning. And I remember this stuff. I'd never do it. Now we're running full tilt <laughs> through the woods with our flashlights, you know? I mean, we're running down, you know, paths in the middle of the woods and rocks. I'm like, I'm surprised I didn't die. I'm surprised nobody else died. Uh, yeah. And we'd we'd sneak off next door to the uh, to the reservation, and we'd there's like a um well you've seen them like like private lake like private lakes where they have like houses around them like yeah no. right so we had one of those right near the Boy Scout camp and so we'd sneak over there we'd be walking around there where we're not supposed to be over there one time we got busted by the security and and the Boy Scout like. Scoutmaster had to come over and get us, it, you know, just stupid stuff. We were just 15, 16 year olds, you know, but uh lots of camping, lots of camping trips out there, camped out there in, in winter one time and about froze to death. That was fun.
1: I've always wanted to oh. do that, but I, I never have just to see if I could, you know, survive and be comfortable. I I just don't want to set up a tent and, and minus anything. Well, I and mean-
0: so you have plenty of opportunities where you're at. You could do it any time.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I can't even walk outside for more than three seconds without my breath freezing onto my face. So there's no way I'm gonna set up a fucking tent. <laughs> like, it, it's weird to think that there's there's homeless people out here. And when I just walk out 15 steps to my car to get inside, and I'm already fucking freezing my face. I'm like, people, people die. This is so simple for them to die in. Why, like, why are you still here, man? Like, when you're you... homeless, why the fuck are you still here?
0: Well, wow. Wow. That's I wouldn't think that you would have homeless people up there because I can tell you what, if I was a homeless person, I wouldn't choose your city. Nothing against it. But uh, I would I would choose California because, I mean, shit, they give you tons of free stuff. And hell, you can shop up to a thousand dollars, not go to jail. So nice. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I remember listening to Jordan Peterson once talked about how. A lot of Canadian towns don't have very many town drunks, and he and he said, "You know the reason why? He says it's because they quickly are found dead in the snowbank. They don't they don't last long. Yes, you, you know you you fall asleep, unconscious and negative, whatever you die.
1: Yeah, it's this town's fucking brutal. Just whenever I even walk outside in the winter, I just can't imagine. Even if you need a ride to go somewhere, it's better to just stay where you are and wait for your ride, or stay where you are and be late for your appointment or just not make it to your appointment because you will not survive like you you'll get there and you will get frostbite on your nose and your fingertips right and it it sucks that's it's terrible but oh well hey man back to campus
0: somebody's gonna live there yeah (laughs) just not me back
1: to camping
0: yes so and so speaking of camping the suggestion is, folks, is that you probably don't live somewhere where it's so cold you can't camp. If you like to camp, you don't want to live somewhere where it's too cold to camp.
1: Well, I mean, so, we have nice weather now, so it was a decent today. Like, it's nice to go camping in the summertime. Yeah. I mean, what do your what
0: do your what do your nights get down to like at this time of year?
1: Oh, uh, like ten degrees. Well, wow, but that's that's Celsius, so oh. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit.
0: Well, let's see. Zero is, well, uh, let's see here. What's your zero? Thirty-two. So 10 like, would be like 50
1: like today was 25 degrees outside at now it's currently 17 degrees Celsius Celsius. Yeah, I, I don't know the difference. I don't know how to do it. I don't know. the. Uh,
0: I don't know. Like right now, it's like 45 to 55 degrees at night here. I mean, it has been it's been a cool spring for us, but uh, but okay, I'm, so I'm, I just,
1: I just did my app here. So it was it was 78 degrees Fahrenheit this afternoon. Oh, sweet. And it's 63 degrees Fahrenheit right now.
0: Oh, well, that's nice, man. That's that's really nice.
1: Yeah, a lot of people are. I mean, I can handle the 63. I'm happy. Oh, yeah. 63. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan of 72 and higher. Yeah. I mean, if I have to do something, if I don't have to do anything, yeah, that's fine. But if I have to do any yard work, fuck it. I'm so angry.
0: Oh, dude, I'm out here mowing grass when it's like 95 degrees. Man. Yeah, no,
1: I'll pass on that.
0: Yeah, well, I don't want to do it, but.
1: Yeah, I'll just um, do it in the morning. Yeah, like I, I've done a whole bunch of landscaping shit in the last two weeks at my house, and it was all like eight o'clock in the morning. Kids are going off to school, and then I just like get out there and I start digging and shoveling and wheelbarrowing and lifting concrete and making bricks, like stacking bricks. I don't know. It looks nice. What I did looks really nice, so I'm happy. That's good. Uh, yeah, try to try to be more. I don't know, productive. Yeah, there you go. I mean, there's a no, lot of t- TV to watch. But uh, uh, yeah, I need to stop because yeah. it's not productive.
0: Yeah, I hear you. So so for those of you who are paying attention, this is called patterned Charlie Ray's way of taking us totally off topics. So we're going to go back to <laughs> camping now. So let me hear about some camping experiences uh, from your side. I'll tell you some more of mine.
1: Well, I didn't I didn't do a lot of camping. We, we would camp occasionally and I didn't camp a lot as I as I got older. I do remember fucking early 2000s, I would say. I decided that we were going to drive from Abbotsford to Yellowstone. So, yeah, my sister came and a guy that I worked with came and my girlfriend came and then my sister's friend came. So, we had two cars and we were just like, you know, caravanning from Abbotsford all the way down to Yellowstone. And we got there and it was pissing rain. We had to set up the tent. We ended up getting water and mud into the tent because we were trying to set it was just, it was like pissing, man, like big old fucking fist size. Droplets of rain pounding. Wow. What what was a good thing because half of Montana, and half of whatever Yellowstone is in, uh Wyoming, Wyoming, uh, yeah. were on fire. There were just oh. there was there were so many fires. So even when we got there, we weren't even allowed to set up a fire pit. So we were camping in rain, and then we weren't allowed to use a fire pit. So we weren't allowed to like smoke our hot dogs, or cook our bacon and eggs on a fire. It was just it fucking sucks. So after the first night of us all huddling in the tent. We packed up the tent the next day. It was nice weather. We're like, fuck it. Like, let's get out of here. I'm not I'm not gonna spend the night here if we can't have a fire. Right. Like, what's right. the point in camping? All the food we brought was fire related to cook. Right. You know? So w- what do you want us to do? We we don't we didn't bring a hibachi or anything or a little tiny, you know, propane and propane accessory stove.
0: You didn't bring a bunch of finished cold cut sandwiches.
1: No, we didn't. And yeah. so yeah, we we drove through Yellowstone, took a bunch of pictures, went to old faithful. And then as we were leaving, we're like heading up towards Idaho and we couldn't find any hotels at all. So no hotel in, in Helena, no hotel in Butte, no hotel in Bozeman. We just kept driving through because everything was filled by firefighters. Oh, yeah. all the firemen were staying at all. Like, cause they were bringing people from all over the place to fight it. And we ended up getting one room in, I think, Great Falls. One room for five, five of us in Great Falls, two beds. And they're just like, it's the only room we have left. And we were so happy. We went out for dinner. I don't know, went to like an Applebee's or something. I think we had a good time, but it, it the the camping pissed me off. Uh you gotta yeah. have a fire pit. You have to have a fire. You, you yeah. gotta have you gotta have marshmallows, you gotta tell ghost stories, you gotta look at the stars, you gotta listen to the animals. So it's kind of a piss off when you go camping and those things don't get to happen. I
0: think. Yeah. Personally, yeah, I would I would agree. I I haven't been camping in a long time, and I I really would like to do it uh, again. Because I don't know, I'm stupid or I'm crazy, <laughs> one of the two, you know. Because you know, who wants to sleep in a comfortable bed when? the ground would more than suffice <laughs> actually you know what i do remember the last time i went camping uh the last time i went camping oh you know what no i did another time uh, it i would have been i would have went to a, a rock festival and we would have been i would have been camping in the campground so it wasn't like camping out in the woods yeah. but, but it was in a tent and, and no fire because you couldn't have a fire there in the in the you know there's like tons of people around and stuff so no fire but uh but uh yeah that was the last time i went camping probably about I don't know, about six or seven years ago when I went to that festival. And before that, I last time I went was when I was in Germany and I camped out for a couple weekends. I
1: bought a I bought a six person tent because I wanted to set up in the backyard and be out there with the kids and stuff all summer. Yeah. And then none of them want to spend the night in the tent. Really? Yeah. They don't want to sleep in the backyard in the tent. Like we have a fire pit back there. We can have a fire. We can go in they just don't want to. They just don't fucking want to. So I have this yeah, six person tent that I don't think I'll ever use. Kind of pisses me off. I yeah.
0: I've never kid kids that don't want to go out to a uh, I guess must be modern kids.
1: No, yeah, they just want to sit in front of their iPads or their PlayStation's or whatever. They just want to watch TikTok videos. It's pretty fucked up. I remember being a kid and I would go camping with my grandma and grandpa and we'd go fishing at early in the morning like the I I just I remember the sounds of the the, the loons would make on the lake and yeah. there would be, there'd be no on the lake or then then you'd smell people starting up their their gas motors on their boats. You could smell it across the lake yeah yeah i had a great time camping with my grandparents when i was little fucking loved it and then yeah. i did cub scout cub scout camping a couple times from what i call i don't remember it being in a tent though i think it was in like dorms and stuff at the at the camps
0: oh yeah when well, we had when I, when, I, when I went to summer camp we didn't set up our own tents they had like like these well they weren't like pallets but they were like you know hardwood like wood floors they were kind of like a wood like a wood pallet and then they had like these big canvas tents that were set up on them and they were big enough for two people so there's two people per tent you know i don't know it was like a couple hundred bucks for the week or something like that you know my mom and dad were probably glad to have me out of the house here get them out of here take them out to summer camp
1: i almost got my fingers chopped off at a cup camp well there you go yeah we were chopping firewood and then this guy named chad was chopping wood with me so i was doing a couple i was doing a hit he was doing a hit i was doing a hit and then i went down to grab like the kindling that had oh god his axe swung down and it wedged in right next to my baby finger on my left hand and it went into like the stump where we were chopping the, the wood like off.
0: this Hi, <laughs> right, what's uh, up
1: it went it went into my like into my flesh and i felt it and then wow. i like i smacked the axe out of the thing and there's blood everywhere and he's just like apologizing and i'm looking around for like the nurse lady that was there and i walk into the like the nurse tent And she starts freaking out. I was like, hey, I just, can you, can you help me out here? Like, I'm a little kid. And she's fucking losing her mind with how much blood there is. And yeah, I got it all wrapped up and I still have scars. It went across the baby finger and the finger in from that. So I have a scar on an angle. It went Uh, into the wood at just the right point where I didn't lose a fucking finger. Wow. Uh, Very, very lucky. And there was a, there's a handy.
0: I'm just thinking about you being all chilling out going, could you help a brother out with this? Yeah, no, I, I was just
1: like I was, I was like cool, calm, and collected. I was like, this isn't gonna fix with you running around like a fucking retard. How about, how about you go get me some gauze or a fucking band-aid or something? But I need your help. Yeah, I'm a kid. I can't yeah, yeah, Right. Yeah. And
0: uh oh, I remember stop. there's this handy,
1: handicapped kid, sorry, handy special needs. There's yeah. a special needs kid that went with us. And he didn't have to do any of the events. He didn't have to his dad was one of the the scout the cubmasters.
0: Okay. And he had
1: a garbage bag, a literal garbage bag full of candy. Like suckers, chocolate bars, cans of pop. And everybody's like begging him for it. But I, I don't know how. I guess that's how they bribed him to go. It's like here's a literal literal garbage bag full of candy. It's pretty fucked up.
0: He guarded it with his life.
1: Yeah. Right? No, I just, I wanted all the candy. It was so awesome. We had to go out there and do shit, whereas he just had to, like, sit there and just eat candy from the fucking garbage bag. <laughs> do you remember the first it, time you it, went camping? Uh, oh am sorry.
0: What, what was that? The, well, I was going to say, and and now that's just probably what everybody does at summer camp. Just yeah. sits around and eats snacks and looks at their phone.
1: Yeah. Do you remember the first yeah. time you went camping at all? Ah.
0: Well, it would probably have to be with the Boy Scouts because... My parents didn't camp, you know, my dad didn't take us camping. I mean, I my dad would take me to like, like the stock car races when I was like seven and stuff, but he didn't take me camping. We didn't ever go camping. And so I'd say the first time I went camping was, was with the Boy Scouts and it was a two day, like a, like a weekend camping trip, you know, out and it was here, you know, at the, the Boy Scout reservation in, in Kansas city.
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure camping with my grandparents is probably what I did first, but I do remember a camping trip. Like with my cousin and I, we went with one of my uncles and his friends camping. And I don't know why my mom would let him take us because my mom is a pretty overprotective kind of mom. You know, even like today, she tells me, oh, it's raining. Put on a jacket. You know, oh, is that a cough that I hear? Like, are you sick? I was like, holy fuck, man. I'm a grown man. Like, chill. Everything's okay. You know, she's still being a mom, right? Which is fantastic. But I don't know why she'd let me go with my uncle. Like, so her sister's husband took myself and my cousin when we were like eight camping uh-huh. and we were i remember that the ranger kept coming over to the campsite to to get mad at the group of the guys that were there which is like my uncle and his friends because we were learning how to throw knives and axes into a tree so i was eight years old and they were having me throw hatchets into a tree to as a target like we're just throwing knives and throwing hatchets into it and i remember they were playing uh born in the usa like like it was like dark everybody else is trying to sleep and they're blasting bruce springsteen as loud as they fucking can and the park ranger kept coming over and giving him shit and giving him shit and giving him shit and and they kept just like arguing with them and fighting with them and i just i I had a great time (laughs) we went hiking up and up in the hills uh i saw a scorpion we went to like a rock shop we took canoes out we threw hatchets into trees and knives into trees it was fucking great but i still don't know why my mom would let us go
0: that's like an 80s boy-kid dream, man. I mean, yeah, totally, it, diff- totally different generation, obviously, than than kids today.
1: Yeah. But I remember we were climbing up across from the, the lake we were at. There's a highway, and then there's, like, cliffs. And we climbed up these cliffs, and I remember my uncle tied ropes to our waists. Because we had to climb a pretty steep fucking mountain face. And yeah. I'm thinking, like, this isn't safe at all. All it takes is one of us to fall and all seven of us fall. Like, this is really stupid. What the fuck is going on? And I remember when we got to the top, I, I found, a, like, a ram, you know, like a, like a big horn sheep. Uh-huh. And I found the skull and it only had one of the horns sticking out of it. Uh-huh. Well, so I guess it was, you know, eaten by, a, you know, whatever the fuck is up there, mountain lion or a bear. And it was fucking cool. I remember taking it home as a keepsake. Like I had this ram skull.
0: Half with, a ram skull. Well, no, the no, whole, no, hey, Oh, Full skull, but just one, one horn,
1: one horn. I remember yeah. I, I talked to my opa and I was like, can we, can we put a knife in there and have the horn as like its handle? And then over time, the skull just disappeared. I mm. I don't know. Maybe my cousin took it or maybe my grandpa's like, you're a fucking idiot. And he threw it out. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> oh. No idea. Man. But yeah, that was one of my oldest camping trips. And, and anytime I hear Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen, all I think about is the the ram head, the guy yelling at us, throwing axes into trees, seeing a scorpion. Yeah, it was fucking awesome.
0: Well, that's that's a damn good camping experience. None of my oh. none of my Boy Scout camping experiences were quite that cool. I mean, like I said, it was just a bunch of us kids basically being stupid so you know we'd be out there running along the edge of cliffs you know and not dying you know at least we weren't taking selfies by them. we would just be running along them you know that's smarter uh
1: <laughs> i remember on one of the cub trips it wasn't camping we were planting trees because you know you have to do your part for the environment Right. and we were at the top of this hill and some of the cubs i was with thought it would be funny to kick this rock out it was a big round rock probably the size of i don't know three feet by three feet heavy boulder oh, wow. yeah we're we're digging it digging it digging it we're stepping out we're jumping on all of a sudden it just gives away and it tumbles underneath us and just fucking rolls down and it almost smashed into a bunch of people planting trees and one of the guys that i was with his dad is one of the people who's like one of the cub scout leaders and he almost got hit by this rock and the, the kid who pushed it down with me, he looks at me and goes, hey, man, rock and roll. And we just lost it. We thought it was the funniest thing we'd ever heard <laughs> in, in our entire lives. Meanwhile, his dad is down there almost getting fucking plowed down by this 800-pound rock. Uh, fuck, I'm Lisa, such a,
0: that's awesome.
1: I'm such a piece of shit.
0: At least the story didn't end with. And then it killed his dad.
1: <laughs> uh, it, it, if it hit him, it would have. Yeah. like It, it would have fucking just gone right through him
0: yeah but they scattered like like fucking just like the wind when they saw that rock coming
1: yeah i mean i'm pretty sure we announced it from the top like watch out watch out four (laughs) no we didn't do it beforehand can we we play through (laughs) we thought everything's great until it started going towards them they're like i should probably tell them that there's something heading towards them
0: (laughs) a bear yeah
1: (laughs) And, you know, uh, we got yelled at, obviously. And I was like, but I planted four trees. I'm a good guy. Yeah. am a bad guy.
0: Yeah. How many trees did they knock down on the way down?
1: No, it probably <laughs> killed some of the ones that have been there 10, 20 years. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, Those, man. One of yeah. the things that really pissed me off when I went camping in my, like, early 20s, it, it made me really fucking angry because we were, we weren't, I don't think we were loud. Maybe, maybe we were loud to the people around us, but... In the area I grew up, it was like a retirement town. So all the campgrounds had a lot of old people in it. And old people are in bed by, you know, eight, nine. Right. So it was right. like 10 o'clock at night and we're around the campfire and we're talking and we're laughing. And the park ranger had to keep coming over and saying, you got to be quiet. You got to be quiet. If I come back here one more time and I ask you guys to be quiet, you're going to pack your stuff up and you're going to go. Like you're going to forfeit your your campsite. You're already paid your fee. You're not getting your money back. And you're going to have to go find someplace to sleep at 10 or 11 o'clock at night, which is like an hour and a half away from any fucking town. And I was like, well, why do we have to be so quiet? Everybody's just sitting around their campfires, like, if they're awake. And then the thing that really pissed me off is, like, at six thirty, seven 7 in the morning, there's old people with their fucking chainsaws cutting into their firewood. It's like, why do they get to be loud with chainsaws at 6.30 in the morning? But I can't sit around a fire and talk at 10 o'clock at night. Like, what makes 6.30 in the morning okay to be as loud as fuck?
0: Right. That's, right. that's not
1: fair. Just because you're old and you get up early doesn't mean you're right. Can't we both yeah. just get what we want? Yeah. Mm.
0: Uh, Apparently not. Apparently, apparently at that point in life, being old, Trump's being young. Uh, One day I'll get there.
1: I'll be one of those old fucks.
0: I'll tell you what, I'm fast headed, heading that way. I want to be like that. Get out of my campsite, you young whippersnappers. Are you? They'll be like, they'll be like, like, what's a whippersnapper? (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be like, how the fuck should I know? (laughs) I don't know what a whippersnapper is. That term's even older than I am.
1: No, they won't even be uh, listening to you. They're just gonna be like facing their iPad.
0: They won't even hear me because they'll have their, their headphones in. Yeah.
1: Which by the way, you haven't got the purple dildos on your headset yet that you said you're going to get big purple, purple dicks. Was it?
0: I don't know. I'm waiting for one of them to fly by like a planet. I'll just snatch it (laughs) out of the air and stick it, stick it right here on the side of my headphones. Yeah.
1: I'll make sure that when you, when I throw it, it has a little suction cup on the bottom to make your life easier.
0: You know, we need to like do like a, a video podcast of us just throwing fucking like random dildos and filming them (laughs) well that one's got a good rotation that could be a planet Uh, we
1: can get my scientist friend he could uh judge our skills
0: we should even go out to a boy scout camp and enlist a bunch of boys and just have them all throw in dildos
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> I, don't, I think that might be something we're not allowed to do I, I'm, not, I'm not i am i don't, don't know it
0: it, it's it's 2023 at this point is probably encouraged
1: <laughs> it's true no no they, they want us to dress the boys like girls
0: oh yeah right
1: but they don't want to know what a dildo is well i don't know maybe not i don't know i don't know if i talked about this last time but uh i got a phone call from my my kid's school the other day middle of the day and i see it on my phone it's like well that's either a bad thing or a really bad thing. Cause there's no reason <laughs> for to be calling my cell phone. Right. And I answered and they said, Hey, this is principal so-and-so I'm here with your son. I was like, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Is everything all right? They go, uh, well, he's had a really, really good year, but uh, right now uh, something happened today. He, he used a word that we don't appreciate. He used a word that was used to make fun of somebody. And it, it's, it's a word that he said he learned from you.
0: Uh-oh. And I was like,
1: Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck me. Cause I I don't have a filter, you know? Right.
0: Uh, Yes, I do know. Clay. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. Just, Just wanted to reiterate. That's all. And I was like, oh, okay. What's the word? And the teacher's like, uh, the principal's like, it's a lesbian. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. He did not learn that word from me. He learned what that word meant from me because while I was driving his sister to gymnastics yesterday, we're in the middle of a conversation and he's like, dad, what's a lesbian? And then I just like, what? Where'd you learn that? Like, why? Why do you say that? Who taught you that word? Because I don't I didn't teach him that word. Where'd you learn it? And he told me from the kid who he learned it. And I was like, okay, um, number one, don't repeat that word. Right? Number two, don't listen to that kid. And number three, lesbian is another word to describe two girls who are gay with each other. Two girls, uh, lesbian, gay, female version. So, yeah, Those two yeah. girls, they're lesbians. Why? Because they're gay. They like each other. And he's like, oh, okay. I go, just don't use it, man. Like it's, if you don't understand it, don't use it. Wait till you're older till you understand it. But as for now, I don't want to hear that word. And the principal's like, okay, so that makes a lot more sense. You're not using the word. You just told him what it was because he was curious as to what the word was because somebody else told him the word. I go, yeah. He goes, and um, who was the person that told him the word? I go, you can ask him because I'm not going to, it's not, I'm not gonna my going to mark it out. Yeah. It's not my business. I mean, I I don't know. I'm that. I mean, that probably got my kid in trouble because the principal's like, okay, I'll go have a chat with that kid. And he's like, okay, so I'm glad we all squared up here. It's nice to know that you encourage him to learn new words and you help him understand things and that you tell him the words he's not allowed to use. I go, yeah, I'm a good fucking parent, right? Unlike the parent who's teaching the kid to go around calling people lesbians, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I don't know why that. Oh, I don't know why we tangent to that but uh there well it's a it. good
0: there's a good tangent you know i don't remember knowing the word lesbian when i was at that age i i well we'll get off way off a topic if i go into this but anyway let's just say that uh uh let's just say camping <laughs> uh, well, lesbian we're gonna, camping
1: we're gonna wrap it up with uh lesbians camping yes. dick-shaped planets wobbling like dildos being thrown through a room
0: you know this would have been a great conversation to have had as a boy scout, kind of like the, is there a, is there a God? I don't know. Is there a dick shaped planet?
1: <laughs> Let me check my phone. I found a donut shaped planet.
0: And then the scout would be like inappropriate conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'd go run, we'd run off in the woods and we'd talk about it anyway.
1: So I think that should be about the, the wrapping it up of this episode. We actually stuck on, on target kind of bit. It's not bad. More,
0: more than usual. So that's rather impressive.
1: More than usual. So right. I, I'm going to thank you for your time and I'm going to say peace out. it no alls. Check us out on all our socials. You know where to find us. Keep asking questions because we do like answer them, even though the answers aren't always right. Just kidding. Or, yeah. Just or appropriate. There we go. That's the one <laughs> I'm looking for. Peace out. No yes. dolls.
0: Peace out. let's talk about our favorite loose meat
1: sandwiches (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, i was gonna talk about uh i made a thing at work the other day and it was a hot sauce base and chicken and pineapple and my stomach was upset for it was like going to <laughs> Taco Bell. my stomach was upset for 2 days afterwards just unhealthy stuff coming out of my body to uh make room for the healthy stuff but yeah it's just uh, it tastes so good i keep i keep making this fucking thing to eat and it just rips apart my insides
0: well have you figured out what about it that's tearing up your insides
1: yeah it's the frank's red hot <laughs>
0: Oh uh, in, in that case other. in that case try some other brand.
1: Yeah, but I, I really I really like the, the spicy cayenne pepper sauce. You know, but, but, do like, you, but you, you like to...
0: the flaming asshole. <laughs> I, I, I don't I
1: don't <laughs> like the flaming asshole. But it's like going to Taco Bell. You you know. You know when you open up the little packets of the green sauce and you put it on your nachos, you put it on your tacos, and you put it on your burrito and you eat you put it on your Gordita, you put it on fucking everything. And then 6 hours later you're just like I hate my life. I hate I hate everyone around me and my my toilet hates me right now.
0: Dude, you're right? talking to a guy who eats like four of the Diablo sauces on a a bean burrito, okay?
1: Does it rip apart your rectum though?
0: Sometimes, it just depends. Yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm more, I'm more used to the the spicy, the the the, but the, the Diablo. Some I've had to cut it back. I I used to do the just Diablo, but now I kind of do a Diablo and then a fire sauce, then a Diablo, and then like a hot sauce. It's kind of like <laughs> moderate how much burning I anticipate happening later. Yeah, so I mean, it
1: doesn't always happen. Like I can eat this, you know, two days a week, and it's nothing, and then just one week one time i eat it the next week and it just it kills and i don't know what oh really is. maybe it's maybe it's stuff i had for breakfast maybe it's combining with milk in my stomach maybe it's the pineapple juice i'm drinking I, I don't know what it could be all i know is that it's mixing with something inside my body and it's telling me hey buddy don't do this we don't like when you do this and my toilet paper is just like hey um we don't, we don't like when there's blood on us, so try try, try not do that.
0: You know. Yeah. It's, it's speaking of which, I I, I had you know uh, I'm sure if you saw my some of my postings from the weekend, you know, I went out of town and yeah, I went I went back to this Mexican restaurant that I went to 23 years ago, almost yeah. 23 years ago on my first honeymoon. This place called El Loro in Minneapolis, and I've been to back to Minneapolis a couple of times since then. And I never tried to look it up, and I just decided on the way up there, you know what. I want to go back to that Mexican place and I want to have that dish that I had which is called choripollo which basically is a grilled chicken breast uh cheese and chorizo sausage on top of it with you know, with some beans and rice on the side. Basically you're talking about a gut bomb, all right? And, and it's, well it, it was freaking delicious. That wasn't the problem. The problem was I had to anticipate whether or not I was going to have a uh uh instant explosion situation going on later when i'm at the concert which is not the best place to have to go have an instant explosion kind of situation yeah uh but it, it was indeed the the restaurant that we went to and i was talking to a person there and they had opened it that was the original el loro location the one that i went to and still there and they had opened it in may of 2000 i went there in october of 2000 and now they have 12 locations around minnesota and one in iowa in the last 23 years and i thought holy crap they've done a lot better with their life in 23 years than i have (laughs) (laughs) and then i said "Chori Chori pollo please (laughs) but yeah i thought holy shit 23 years these people have taken once one location because i thought it was amazing when i went there and i thought this is a really good place and it was you know but i didn't know I didn't remember that this was like a brand new store and everything, and so obviously Minnesotans Minnesotans must also agree that El Loro is the bomb because mm. they have twelve locations now. I kind of like the way we have a chain down here called Me Ranchito. There's like eight of them around Kansas City, you know. So anyway, congratulations <laughs> to El Loro. If somehow somebody listens to this that likes El Loro, cheers! It's a good place. So. uh <laughs> but 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 luckily I did not have somehow somehow uh, uh, I did not have a bad stomach experience later. And I was like very proud of my stomach for being a trooper. It, so
1: it's, it's almost like a meal that you should have after the concert, not prior to the concert.
0: It, exactly my thought. I had like a couple of hours before the concert and I knew I was going to be leaving early in the morning and I probably wouldn't be sticking around long enough for them to be open. And I'm like, if I'm going to have it, I got to have it now. Yeah. And, and so I threw caution to the winds and opened up my wallet and my mouth and, uh, and said, let's risk it for the brisket, baby.
1: And it all worked out
0: and it all worked out. It was greasy goodness. And I mean, there was like so much, there was like oil from like the chorizo just kind of like sitting on top the cheese like you could just like see it kind of like those pizzas in high school back in the 80s you know (laughs) it was like you sop it off i'm just like yeah this is this is a dangerous this is a this is a this is a me this is me playing dice out in the alley right here baby so
1: dangerous and delicious
0: yes yes but on the other hand i did have made right twice and they were awesome um